0: The Redeemed Evangelical Commission, Tram Atlanta. This is a place where we gather together in quality praise and worship of the true and living God, equipped with the world of God for growth and fellowship with one another. God bless you as you listen to this message. We thank you for setting the table for us. We are through to break this bread, feed, and nourish us. Cause your world to heal, cause your world to deliver, cause your world to transform, cause your world to establish, cause your world to strengthen. I step aside this morning and I ask you to take your place. I ask you to wear me as your hand glove and express yourself freely through me. Thank you for the free flow of grace. Thank you for all trust. Thank you for clarity. Thank you for accuracy. In the name of Jesus. I will return all glory and honor to you. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Power Media. Thank you, Jesus. Are we live, Power Media? Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. We are starting. We're going back to where we started. Can you give me Luke chapter twenty four verse forty nine New King James Version, please. Somebody say, "I need the Holy Spirit." You are not even hearing yourself. Somebody say, "I need the Holy Ghost." Praise the Lord. Luke chapter. Luke chapter twenty four verse forty nine. Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you the tarry in the city of Jerusalem, until you are endued with the power from high. Until you are endued with the power from high. Acts chapter 1 from verse number 4. Acts 1 from verse number 4. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You have heard from me, for John truly baptized with water, that you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Jump down to verse 8. That you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, And in Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Praise the Lord. Some of us, I need the Holy Ghost. We say we cannot live a a victorious, successful Christian life. Without the person of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is very important in this journey that we are in. We talk about the importance of the Holy Ghost. To the extent that God Himself engaged the Holy Spirit. Praise God. God made, engaged the Holy Ghost. The Most High God engaged the Holy Ghost. Jesus Himself could not start His walk on earth until He was filled with the Holy Spirit. We dealt with all this. The next thing we'll be dealing with today is that the apostles themselves engaged the Holy Spirit. They could not do anything. They could not live a successful Christian life without the Holy Spirit. As a matter of fact, Jesus, we just read, commanded them, don't step out without the Holy Ghost because it will be a suicide mission. Without the Holy Ghost, it will be what? A suicide mission. You see, many people come to church today, they are, living, they are not living the life that Jesus has purchased for them because they don't have the Holy Ghost. There were some sense in, in the New Testament, the early church, that they don't know about the Holy Spirit. When Paul visited them and said, have you received the Holy Ghost as you believe? They said, we don't know about the Holy Spirit. And that's the state of many Christians today. But I believe that by the time we are through with this series, you will engage the Holy Spirit in your life in Jesus' name. The, the apostles, they engaged the Holy Spirit. They were filled. Go with me to Acts chapter 2, verse 1 through 4. Acts chapter 2, 1 through 4. It says. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, remember in chapter one, from verse four, there was a repetition of what he told them in Luke chapter twenty-four, verse forty-nine. We read, so "They obeyed the instruction given to them by Jesus." So, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, the New King James Version, please. And they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven. As of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then they were. Then there appeared to them. The divided thongs as of fire. One sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And began to speak with other tongues. As the spirit gave them utterance. Somebody said they were all. They were all filled. A change took place in their lives. They become another person. How do you mean pastor? If you read down. When you get back home. You read the entire chapter, that, that chapter 2. You notice that poor uh, Peter. That denied Jesus 30 times because a change has taken place in his life stood up when they were making mockery of the baptism of the Holy Ghost, that they were filled with ordinary wine. He stood up and said, No. And he preached, and 3,000 gave their life to Christ. Put on your imagination. Could it be because you are not filled with the Holy Ghost? That's why you don't witness your faith. That's why you don't tell people about Jesus. God has been good to you. We enjoy his goodness in your life. You are enjoying the mercy of God in your life. You are enjoying the grace of God in your life. And yet, you can't tell somebody about what God is doing in your life. The same Peter that denied Jesus stood up for Jesus. Received grace to stand for Jesus today. I said, receive grace to stand for Jesus today. Many Christians, in quote, are not standing for Jesus. Somebody says, "Silent no more." You have to stand and declare your faith. Tell them about the goodness of God. The Bible says, "Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good." The apostles engaged the Holy Spirit. They were filled with the Holy Ghost. They depended on the Holy Ghost. Zechariah chapter four, verse six. Can somebody? Can you give it to me? Zechariah four, verse six. Zechariah 4, 6. So he answered and said to them, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. You cannot do this work. You cannot walk this and walk. You cannot live this Christian life. You cannot successfully go on this Christian journey. By your own strength, by your own intellect, by your own wisdom, by your own ability. No. No. Someone said, say, I need the Holy Spirit. I need the Holy, need the Holy Ghost. He said, with, he said, you can't do it without the Holy Spirit, without the Spirit of God. Not by might, nor by power. It's not by your physical eloquence. How eloquently gifted you are. You know how to coin words. You're a powerful orator. You're very smart up there. You're very strong, physically speaking. No, that's not it. The Holy Spirit... Is the one that enables us. Somebody say enabled. The Holy Spirit is the one that helps us. Somebody say helped. To live for God. He's the one that teaches us the world, He's the one that gives us understanding. He's the one that guides us. We're going to read all this in the Bible. You need the Holy Spirit trust him because he is the one that has the mind of God. Praise God. He is the one that has the mind of God. So he will lead us and guide us according to the mind of God, according to the will of God, according to the, the heart of God in every matter in our lives. Glory to God. You know what I'm saying? In every issue of life, you know, naturally, things will look very, very fine and well nourished and flourishing. But it's not of God. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, you will jump at it, thinking that that is a good road to go. How many of us remember Lord? and abraham right lord was blessed by his relationship with abraham right i call it blessed by association abraham is the one carrying the blessing so because it was associated Or related to Abraham, attached to Abraham, following the what Abraham had flowed down to him. You know what I'm saying? Blessed by association. I always tell us in this house that God uses man to bless man. Who can tell me in this house, you intelligent audience? Have you seen God face to face before? How does it look like? Is it like Pastor Fred? Is He like you? John speaking, he said, and James also, if you don't love your brother whom you see, how will you tell me you love God you don't see? you know what I'm saying? So God uses man to bless man. The case study is Lot and Abraham. The blessing was upon Abraham. But because Lot was attached to Abraham, the blessing flows. That is why if you are attached to Jesus, if you have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, All that Jesus have automatically belongs to you. No stress, no struggle. The victory Jesus had is ours. He defeated Satan, he defeated sin, death, hell, and grave, Sickness and disease, name it. For you, for me. So it's your right. The Bible says, for this purpose, God, for this reason, for this cause... God has given him the name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow. Of things in heaven on earth and beneath the earth. And every tongue will confess that Jesus is the Lord. So, you belong to Jesus. This victory is yours. You have right to use the name of Jesus. Somebody say blessed blessed by association. Abraham Called by God, I'm blessed. Lot was blessed. But do you know what happened? We're talking about the Holy Ghost, right? It is not everything that glitters is gold. In, the, in this day and hour we're living, where there's a lot of fraud everywhere, when there's a lot of deceit, deception everywhere, there's a lot of falsehood everywhere, how will you survive without the Holy Spirit? Hear me and hear me clearly. It's not everything that look good, that look right, that look eloquent is of God. Because it's not everything that glitter is gold. All of a sudden, Lot woke up. And realize that he can survive without Abraham. (laughs) Please, I beg you. I don't know who the Holy Ghost is talking to this morning. Don't cut yourself from your source of blessing. No matter what. At least after I have arrived, I, I I can do it. I can handle it. I'm now a man or a woman walk out Abraham said no quarrel choose You see how foolish he was Abraham is your uncle he's your senior naturally you allow the elder to choose first right but he broke all protocol so when people are going for destruction they don't have any sense of direction or oh, correction that is not our portion in jesus name abraham asked him choose look at it you go to the left i'll go to the right you go to the right i'll go to the left and the bible says, a lot lift up his eyes and saw that the whole plain of sodom were all greenish and flourishing And he chose. Remember the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. That's why he chose. He was looking on the surface, but he don't know that that area he's going is not the right place. If he had listened to the Holy Spirit, will he do that? No. That's how it is today. Another example. It's in Luke chapter 15. The story of the prodigal son. Remember this prodigal son? Woke up one morning. Knocked at the bedroom of the father. Son come in. He is the last born. The father had them only two. There are not plenty. You understand know what I'm saying? Only two of them. So why, why the haste? Why As I talk like this, I just remember a story I read some time ago. The guy came to the dad and said, Why not just die and get out of the way? Let me enjoy this money. Money, he didn't know how it came about. He didn't know how the dad made the money. Or how the grandparents, great-grandparents that made the wealth in the family. So this wealth has been passing from one hand to the other. His own is to blow it away. You will not be a waster in the name of Jesus. The prodigal son told his father, Dad, give me my portion. There's a wise thing that there's wise thing in what he did. You understand what I'm saying? We just said that if you make Jesus Lord and Savior of your life, all that Jesus has is yours. Right? It's your benefit. The young man asks for his portion. God has for each and every one of us. He daily loads us with what? Benefits. What is for me is not for you. What is for you is not for me. The truth of that of that word is that there is room for everybody in the kingdom of God. In the house of God, there is room for what? Everybody. There is resources. There is blessing for everybody. So if you understand that it's true for everybody, that is blessing for everybody, there is no room for envy. There is no room for jealousy. But are people not living on, you know, are not envious of one another? Are people not jealous of one another? That's the truth of that young man's statement. He said, Dad, give me my portion. And Dad knows. There is room for everybody. The dad gave him his portion. But the, old, the mistake the boy made is that he, he separated himself from his source. Don't cut yourself from your source, your covering, the source of your blessing. I don't know who God is talking with today, talking to today. Don't cut yourself from your source of blessing, from your covering. There is a grace that flows from father to children. That grace blesses. That grace protects. That grace secures. That grace preserves. That grace enables you not to suffer what your father suffered. Praise God. But if you cut yourself from your father... Then you enter hard ground. That is not our portion in Jesus' name. So, without the Holy Spirit, you will not be able to know the choice to make. The right choice to make. Praise God. The right choice is by the who? The Holy Spirit. Praise God. So, you notice what we read, Zechariah 4, 6, is not by power, nor by might, but by my spirit, says God. Amen? So, the apostles, the disciples, the dependent on the Holy Spirit, they engaged the Holy Ghost. They relied on the Holy Ghost, praise God. Look at Acts chapter 4, verse 29 to 31, Acts 4, verse 2. As for for 29 to 31. Now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word. By stretching out your hand to heal. And that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. When they had prayed... The place where they were assembled together was shaking. And they were all. Somebody say all. Remember Acts 2 4. Remember Acts chapter 2 verse 4 we read. Look at another all. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit. The moment they were filled, what happened? They spoke the word of God with boldness. You know what I'm saying? They spoke the word of God with what? Boldness. What led to this? We read, it started from, Gen- uh, from Acts chapter 3. The crippled man that was placed at the gate, beautiful, right? Peter and John going to the temple for prayer and the man was asking for arm and they told him what such... We don't have silver and gold to give to you, but such as I have, I give to you. Peter said, oh yeah, rise up. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. And he walked. Praise God. And there was holy commotion everywhere. You understand know what I'm saying? You think that, oh, the religious people will be happy that this man that had been a menace at the gate, the cripple at the gate beautiful. You know what i saying? What is beautiful with the cripple at the gate? Call beautiful. Rather than being happy that God has taken away the reproach, I command every reproach in your life to be rolled away now Amen. in the name of Jesus. Rather than being happy That the reproach had been taken away. They were angry. They arrested them. I hear what I'm saying. Tell them not to do that again. But Peter, remember Peter? That denied Jesus before. Because something had happened to him now. He says they should judge you. Whether we should listen to you or listen to God and obey God. But we choose to obey God rather than the man. And they released them. Because they didn't have anything to hold against them. So when they were released, then they went in together and they started this prayer we read. And what did they ask for? They didn't ask for house. They didn't ask for car. What did they ask for? They say, by stretching out your hand to heal. And the signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they spoke the word of God with boldness. Remember, without the Holy Spirit, would they be able to do that? If you go to Acts 5, verse 12, you see the miracles that were done also by the Holy Spirit. But Pastor Fred, he's, he's talking about apostles. Pa- he's talking about apostles. Why are you telling us about... And through the hands of apostles, many signs and wonders were done among the people. And they were all with one accord in Solomon's part. Or that means in the church, the early church, the disciples. Praise God. But if you go to Mark chapter 16, give me Mark chapter 16 from verse 14. Now look at it. This is Jesus after he has resurrected from the dead. You understand? Before he ascended, because before he went to the cross, he told them what's going to happen. But they didn't understand. Then after he resurrected, he told Mary to tell them that he's going to where he told them that they will be meeting. Go tell them to come and meet me there. Later, he appeared to the eleven as they sat at the table. The eleven, that's the apostles. Why are they eleven instead of twelve? Because Judas is gone. Remember? So, they were afraid, frozen, and arrested with fear. So, in the midst of your fear, Jesus appeared to them. I don't know where you are in life. I don't know where you are in the family, in your job. I don't know what that, that trouble that I trouble you. Jesus is visiting you. Somebody miss a place to say amen. I say he is visiting you. In the name of Jesus. Excuse me, are you with us? He is visiting you. They were so much afraid. In the midst of their fear, then came Jesus. Praise God. And the moment he came, things changed. A change is coming to you. In the name of Jesus. So later he appeared to the 11 as they sat at the table and he rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart. Do you see that? They did not believe what he told them. Even when Mary had, that saw him told them, many of them didn't believe. But he has to correct us. The Bible says, "Whom God loves, He chastised. To chastise means so to correct, to discipline. Praise God! He rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart. Because they did not believe those who had seen him after he has risen. Do you see that? There are many church people in the church today that are functioning this way. Speak from heaven to earth. They still remain. A change is coming to you today. They did not believe. Verse 15. And he said to them. Go into all the world. And preach the gospel to every creature. Now listen. This is God. Remember? These are people that didn't believe. And yet, he is committing the gospel into their hands. Praise God. How many of you that are looking for workers, are you employ the least qualified to do the job. Is that how man function? Man will look for the one that is up to date, the best among the best to be employed. But look at the people that are not it. And you told them, I believe in you. By this statement in verse 15, he is telling them, even though you don't believe in yourself, I believe in you. Go! There is someone you need that will enable you to do it. Because it's not by power, nor by mind. Remember, by this time, the Holy Ghost have not come. Praise God at this point in time, the Holy Ghost have not come. But when the Holy Ghost came, the same Peter, because he said the eleven, which means Peter was among the eleven, right? Stood up and preached and thirty thousand gave their life. A change is coming to you today. You don't know how powerful you are. You don't know how richly endowed you are. Because You don't have the Holy Spirit, you think that you are nobody. No! You are not a nobody. As long as you have Jesus as your Lord and Savior. As long as you are a child of God, you are not a nobody. I repeat, I said you are not a nobody. All you need is the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Somebody say, I need the Holy Ghost. Verse 15, I'm not done. And he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. The same people that are not it. Verse 16, please. Now look at it. You see, he who believes and is baptized will be saved. But he who does not believe will be condemned. Then how do you know who believes? Verse 17. And these signs will follow those who believe in my name. Did he say these signs will follow pastors, apostles, Peter's? Did he say so? Because when we're reading Acts chapter 5, verse 12, Acts chapter 4, somebody will say, oh, these are apostles. Miracles, signs, and wonders for everyone that believes. If you're a child of God, everyone that met Jesus as Lord and Savior. Signs follow you. Praise God. You don't run after sign, sign follows you. Praise God. He said, and these signs will follow those who believe. Believing here means receiving Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You go step further to be filled with the Holy Spirit. In my name, they will cast out demons. Number one. You see, this is what made pe- many people to be afraid, right? They are afraid of demons. They are afraid of witches. They are afraid of wizards. They are afraid of this. They are afraid of that. Your fear will fear you. If you are a child of God. Filled with the Holy Ghost. He said, in my name. They were what, castor devils. That's the beginning. <laughs> this is just the kindergarten, right, honey? The pre-K, the beginning. You know, before they go to the elementary, right? They go to pre-K. This is the kindergarten of Christianity. What is it? You out devils. You know what I'm saying? Do what? Cast out devils. You cast out demons. You cast out evil spirit Wherever you see them. In the name of Jesus. Get out. lose them. Let them go. You are a devil caster. You are a devil chaser. In the name of Jesus. If you have Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you are filled with the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Now, if everyone that goes to church put this to practice, put your imagination how our communities will be. You understand what I'm saying? Put on your imagination how our school will be like. Right? How the family will look like. Somebody said, God have raised you up as a solution. And the answer to every problem. Do you know why? What he said is every problem, the source of every problem is what? The spirit, the evil spirit, the devil and his cohorts, they are the source and the cause of every problem. So when you cast them out, what happened? There is no more problem. No more problem. This signs will follow them that believe in my name. They will cast out demons. Did you say pastors? Did you say apostles? Did you say bishops? As long as you have believed, you have received Jesus as Lord and Savior. In the name of Jesus, you cast out devils. They will speak with new tongues. Do you see that? They will speak with new tongues. We read in Acts chapter 2, verse 4. When they were filled with the Holy Ghost, they began to speak with new tongues as the Holy Ghost gave them what? Utterance. Every believer, Jesus expects every believer to be filled with the Holy Ghost. To be able to cast out devils. And speak in tongues. Praise God. You see sickness, you cast it out. Where you are walking. In your community, in your neighborhood. In your school. Your friends. Oh, they are feeling, they have a migraine or whatever name. You say, come over here. I I rebuke your sickness. Go now. And set him free. And you obey. In the name of Jesus. He has done it. The Bible says, Jesus Christ, having spoiled principalities and power, He made a show sure of them openly, triumphing over them in it. He has conquered them. They are subject to His name. Praise God. But why are we not doing that? Because we don't feel with the Holy Ghost. Remember, it is not by power, nor by might, but by my spirit, says God. Look at it. They will take up serpents and if they drink anything deadly it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Do you see that? Did you say pastors would do that? Did you say prophets would do that? Did you say bishops would do that? this is what this is your benefit when you employ remember we talk about the healthcare right you you don't enjoy healthcare without a job do you the healthcare insurance is a benefit attached to that employment but if you don't have that job will you enjoy the healthcare insurance This is your benefit. So you need the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Verse 19. Look at it. So then, after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. Sitting. And Hebrews told us, He is our high priest sitting at the right hand of the Father, ever living to what intercede for us. So now what happened? Verse 19. They not obey. Praise God. Do you see that? When they obey, look at it. So then after the Lord has spoken to them, He was received up into heaven. And sat down at the right hand of God. Verse 20. And they went out and preached everywhere. Do you see it? And the what? Went out and preached everywhere. The Lord walking with them. And confirming the word through the. accompanying signs and wonders. So this. covers That as 5.12 we read. That at 5.12 we read. Was embedded in this. Mark chapter 16 verse 20. You know what I'm saying? They go. Preach it. All of them. The youth. The teenagers. The children. The young men. The young women. The men. The women. All of them go. Because it's a holistic responsibility. Praise God. The goal, obedient, praise God. Not, oh, after service, you go back home and keep your Bible where you picked it from. Then start doing whatever you like to do, waiting for another Sunday to come. And pastor will talk, talk, talk. You go, you look at the time and you go home and say, no. They obey, they put to practice. Somebody say put to practice. Put to practice. That's how we can change this world. That's how we can change this nation. That's how we can transform the community and the society we live in. Obedient. Put into practice the word of God we have received. Praise God. I've not run out of time. I've not run out of message. I've run out of time. We're going to pause it here. Someone said, I need the Holy Ghost. The apostles Dependent on the Holy Spirit. Put on your imagination. How many people? But with the Holy Ghost. Because they obeyed. And that's what we are. We know about Jesus today. He didn't evaporate or vanish with them. The message is not stop or end with them. Right? But ask yourself this question. The way you are living, the way you are handling the things of God, if everybody that comes to church are living that way, are handling the things of God like that, when you die, will the gospel be still be for others following? That's the question. Because those that we ahead of us. They will be. And that's why today we are enjoying the fruit of their labor. So ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Ask him to help you. Ask him to help you. We're going to pick it up from here next Sunday. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Every one of us will need the Holy Spirit. God engaged the Holy Spirit. Jesus engaged the Holy Spirit. The apostles, the disciples, the early church engaged the Holy Spirit. Stephen was not a pastor. Philip was not a pastor. They are members like you. They did their extraordinary work in their days. Ask the grace, ask the Holy Spirit to come in. To fill you up. So that you can make him part. So that you can stop to be ordinary Christian. Talk to him, ask him. You under the sound of my voice. That doesn't have Jesus as your Lord and Savior. The beginning or the entrance into what we are talking about is you receiving Jesus as Lord and Savior. Then the Holy Ghost comes coming and you start doing what we have read in Mark chapter 16. I want to pray with you. I want you to pray this prayer with me. Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. You came to this world. You died for my sin. You rose from the grave for my justification. Right now, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. From today, I ask you to fill me with the Holy Spirit. And empower me to live for you in the name of Jesus. Thank you for saving me and setting me free. Thank you for filling me with the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. That is it, my friend. If you are praying this prayer, welcome to the family of God. The greatest family Hallelujah. Let's take it further. Go to your smartphone and your tablet or your app store and download the Bible. The Bible is free. And make good friends with your Bible. Then go to a Bible believing church. Tell the pastor I sent you. And if you are here in Atlanta, Georgia, United States, I make both to invite you to Trem Atlanta, God's Embassy's Minor. We are at 1611 1611. Ross West Street Smyrna. Zip Code 30080 We'll meet Sunday morning 10am I look forward to receiving you Remember you need the Holy Ghost To live a victorious Christian life God bless you Somebody say I need the Holy Ghost Glory to God We need the Holy Ghost Thank you Listening to another message, God's blessing be with you now and forever. For counseling, email trem at tremusa.org. Remain blessed.